0: I'm Jackson Licka, and welcome to this episode of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer podcast series. Today's program, Accelerating Precision Growth with Agronomic Services, is once again being brought to you by Farmers Edge. If this is your first time tuning in, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this series currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if there's another app you prefer for listening to podcasts, let us know. We'll make every effort to get it listed here as well. And by subscribing, you will receive an alert when upcoming episodes in this series are released and also have the opportunity to go back and listen to episodes in our 2016 series. I also urge you to mark your calendars and plan to attend the upcoming Dealership Mind Summit August 1st and 2nd in Omaha, Nebraska. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. Thanks again to Farmers Edge, proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmers Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582 Well, as has been discussed in past episodes of this podcast series, the intersection between agronomy and farm equipment is becoming more seamless. Dealers are increasingly bridging the gap between the two for a one-stop solution for customers. But there are multiple pathways dealers can take to delivering agronomic services. And adding an in-house agronomist is one option that appears to be gaining momentum. Preliminary analysis of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark Study shows that more than 40% of respondents utilize an in-house agronomist to deliver data management services. This is more than double the percentage from a year ago. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast brought to you by Farmers Edge, we share the experiences of two dealerships that have hired in-house agronomists and how those additions have accelerated the growth of their precision farming departments we start with chance Pittman, precision ag consultant and advanced data analyst with wade inc a 12 store dealership group based in mississippi he explains the dealership's chosen path for delivery of agronomic services and making good on yield-boosting promises.
1: So originally what we started out doing is um, our, we were trying to get data from everybody. You know, everybody just wanted to get data. So after we pushed so hard and everybody started finally getting their yield maps and their elevation maps, uh, well, we decided, well, what are we gonna do with all this data? You know, everybody's got a pretty yield map, so, so what do you actually do with the, with the yield map? So then we kind of started moving in toward, uh, we've got these variable rate planners, variable rate sprayers, nitrogen rigs, stuff like that. So we wanted to start making maybe some changes on the rates that we were putting out. And if you've ever seen a yield map, you know that the yield map uh, is not always the most accurate thing that you want to use. So we started using some NDVI imagery and some soil sorgo maps to kind of, you know, combine to get some good zones through the fields. They're actually pretty close to yield maps. So what we're doing with those zones, we'll actually, the lowest producing zone, will manage it completely different than the highest producing zone. So we'll actually manage each one of those zones as a different field. Because, I mean, every farmer knows that there's a certain place in your field that no matter how much input you pour into it, it's, it's still never gonna get over say like 150 bushel acre corn and your highest producing will be like 250, 250 bushel acre corn. So what we're doing is we're taking that lowest producer zone and I'm managing it. I only wanna make 150 bushel acre corn in that. And I can take that input and I can put it in my pocket or I can push it into the higher producing zone. So that, and with that, I mean, we've seen roughly 10 to 15 bushel acre jump yields in corn and overall with seeding and nitrogen we've saved around 20 percent in inputs and and that's that's gaining in in every zone except the lowest one and a lot of a lot of people say well yeah that sounds real good but I've been sold a thousand things that are supposed to give me five to ten bushel acre jumps but what I actually do I get our yield maps and I'll go in and I'll overlay my my seeding prescriptions and my uh, like uh, insol prescription, nitrogen prescriptions, uh, maybe picks for some of the cotton that we do. And I can, I can extract every single one of those zones over the yield and compare it to the check strip that I ran over each zone, which he farmed uh, he farmed his original way the same way that he used to do. And I can compare it to my way versus his way and actually give him an exact return on investment on what my my zones did versus his zones and usually we're seeing you know 10 to 15 bushel acre jumps and that's with the, the savings in the inputs are, are
2: you guys uh, still iron as well
1: yeah we do i, I work for a john deere yeah. dealer yeah. and and i'm more of a support role but i sell my packages you know we we do the variable rate we do tissue sampling soil sampling um you, know, you can kind of throw in some Precision Ag consultant in there as well, making sure all of their Precision Ag equipment is running up, uh, up to date. All of your software packages are up to date. And uh, we also, we provide support to our, our salesmen. To, you know, be, be sure that you do a hydraulic drive planner, be sure it's got row command if you can, section control. You know, you just We want to make every piece of equipment variable rate so we can then in turn uh, sell our packages to the customers easier. We don't just work to to pay our salary or anything. We work to uh, you know add add a additional income to the company as well. Plus, uh, you know, we're we're helping our farmers become better farmers because if you keep doing it the same way you've done it, I mean, a lot of a lot of our older farmers that that are not changing, they're not getting into precision ag. They don't want to do variable rate. A lot of them are are either they're dying off or their their sons or or daughters or whatever are being left with with a huge a huge hurdle to jump and and they're they're not set up to be precision ag yet anyway because they don't have the capital to do so uh, a, a lot of our services come you know uh, if somebody buys a new planter uh, maybe they'll get their prescriptions free for that year okay. for the initial year uh, you know maybe a sprayer we, we can do some prescriptions for that sprayer optimization and planter optimization the following years might be included because uh, you know a lot of our farmers will try to pull their planters out of the weeds the the first day of planting and, and expect it to run right and there's a lot of bugs with the software and linking up on the ISO bus that, that has to be worked out and we can come out a few days before they get ready to start planting and actually you know run that system and make and, and plant a few seed just to make sure that everything's running uh, smoothly as it should be before they actually get in the field. We we call them like planter or sprayer optimization packages. Okay. Okay. You know uh, we can include service and sales staff in that, but. We really want to make it. Uh, we really want to make it as easy on them and have as few problems jump up at last minute because we can't always get to everybody at the same time. We we actually have two agronomists. I, I'm an agronomist and, and another agronomist. He is a more seasoned and I'm am a newer one. So I'm more on the technology side, and he's more on the you know hard science soil fertility side. And we also have five uh, IS consultants, which they support us hugely. Uh, and, and they, they help us keep everything running. But um, we, we try to involve everybody in everything. I, I'll do IS work and agronomy work and they'll, they'll do vice versa as well. A lot, a lot of people uh, are concerned with their ASPs purchasing their equipment. But luckily, um, our, our ASPs do not uh, do a lot of self-application other than just dry spreaders. And as you know, John Deere just came out with a dry spreader, so we really don't have that big of a market to compete with them with. We work pretty well with them. Uh, I'll, I'll work with some of my ASPs to uh, determine, you know, minimum maximum uh, seeding rates for a certain variety, or uh, maybe what what is the the best uh, rate of fertilizer to use for a certain crop in the area for certain varieties. You know, we work together, but uh, a lot of our ASPs don't even want to be in the agronomy side. They want to sell, you know, farm inputs. So. Uh, we're we're pretty lucky to have to have a mutual relationship with our asps and and there's no problem there 10 years down the road i i feel like i'm going to be on every single farm uh if not me someone like me i feel like we will probably have at least double the amount of agronomists that we have if not triple um it i i, I have a very hard time uh believing that if you're not getting into variable rate getting into um you know, uh, large data management that that your farm will last, you know, past the 15, 20 year mark. So with prices going so low, inputs staying the same or going higher, you've really got to cut some fine corners. You know, the, the days of huge agronomic advances, you know, like Roundup Ready, uh, you know, GMOs, stuff like that, the huge steps forward are all gone. Now we're just... We're really cutting corners as hard as we can, so people have got to get on board, or I don't believe that they'll last.
0: We'll get back to the program shortly, but I did want to take a moment and again thank our sponsor, Farmers Edge, for making this program possible. We'd also like to share a conversation with Tim Davis, National Sales Manager for Farmers Edge, who discusses the different dynamics of dealer investment in agronomic services and how to break through growth barriers.
3: What we can provide is sort of that back-end expertise, uh, the training necessary, and the inertia to either grow an existing program that maybe is not growing at the rate they want it to, or perhaps someone who has no program at all. Um, Number one, we provide the data and the systems to the grower, but then the grower can give access to that data to whomever he would like to, right? So we sort of remove some of that competitive element, if you will, because he can share that data with multiple folks that might be servicing his farm. Um, And so what we can bring to the table is an integrated solution that includes data collection around weather, satellite imagery, yield data, Uh, we provide soil testing services if needed, um, and we pull all of that data into one uh, source, which we call Farm Command, which is web-based. And then that is what allows us to share to whomever the grower would like to share that information with. We have the people in place, we have salespeople, We have technicians. We have agronomists that can come in, and again, depending on the dealer and how far they are in the process, we can help as we can touch as much and as help as much as needed, or we can just sort of give them the shell of the system and let them work with it. So really, we we look, you know, we sit down with a with a prospective dealer. Uh, We go through the 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 integrated package solution that we're that we're offering. We actually offer sort of two packages. One is basically around data collection kind of digitizing the farm Mm -hmm. and that would allow a grower to collect data and organize data that he could share with other trusted advisors to help make better decisions on the farm so if a grower is not ready to do VR yet but wants to put himself in position to do VR down the road, this is a great way to start because in three to five years when you make the decision to buy that equipment, you have three to five years of organized data that can help you get a payback from VR sooner rather than just going in first year with no data basically to help you make those decisions. So the smart package, the data digitizing, the farm package, most folks really like because it gives them an opportunity to organize that data to help make better decisions down the road. If then a dealer wants to move and sell our VR, our smart VR package, then that's when we get into soil testing. We create management zones in the fields. We can ingest grid data and still create the management zones. Uh, And then depending on if we're doing the soil testing or someone else is doing the soil testing, then we can write VR prescriptions for all products and create ROI profit maps by field. Uh, All the mapping is done by us. We take that work away or that pressure off of the dealer to create the as applied maps and the harvest maps. Uh, Those are all done, cleaned up and calibrated and sent back uh, to the growers and and to the dealers if the grower is sharing that information. I can tell you we've we've been in the US market for a year and we have over uh, 60, we call them representatives, with working with this right now with probably another 20 that are in some sort of negotiation phase of coming on board. They vary from very small um, seed dealers, small implement dealers, all the way up to national uh, brands. Uh, uh, You got a lot of regional brands in there as well that are working with us. So we work with implement dealers, we work with seed companies, we work with full input suppliers even have a couple of uh, crop insurance companies looking looking at our product. Um, we have two ways that someone can, can can get attached with us. We have a very simple referral program where basically they're referring us uh, the names and give us a warm introduction. And then we pay back a small referral fee for, for the two first two years of income. And then we have our full representative program where we have a margin share across the board based on the solutions that are sold uh, through their dealership. As you can imagine, it's different every time you sit down with a dealer because every dealer is different depending on what his business is, how big his sales staff is, what their skill sets are, and those kinds of things. But basically, we're going to work really, really close with that dealer, especially in year one. Uh, we do we do training, obviously, classroom training of our products. Uh, our salespeople can ride with their, their salespeople and do some co-selling, uh, kind of watch and then learn type of, type of a thing. And then our precision techs, are going to be there to install the equipment and and train the growers on the on the software that we use. Now we are in the process of thinking about: Do we want to train dealer employees to install that equipment and do the training? Right. Again, we're only at this for our first year. We're building and going as we go. Um, so it's. Uh, uh, it's an evolution in how we're partnering up with these dealers. We're all ears for new ideas and new way to do it as well. But basically, we're kind of in we're kind of in the back end, kind of co co-brand, co branding Farmers Edge through that dealership, okay. uh, and we can play as much of a role as they would like for us to. Uh, on the farm with the growers and we'll come help host grower meetings, obviously speak, uh, do those kinds of things. Um, but everyone's a little bit different in terms of how much help they need based on their current program and knowledge they have and what we're trying to offer. I think it's quite interesting and, and I've seen this happen where you've got, a, you've got a precision agronomy program and in some cases it's not growing. It's relatively stale, you know, the same Percentage of growers that got into it five or six years ago are still those same customers, and it's hard to move to that next tier of growers. What Farmer's Edge can do is kind of come in and breathe life back into that program and give that sales force something exciting to talk about because we're adding things that maybe are not offered today satellite imagery, uh, plant health during the growing season. Um, Our soil tests are zero to six and six to 24 inches if we're doing the soil test and we use pickup trucks that allow us to go into that extra depth of soil testing. Uh, The data analytics, so if you're running a, a precision agronomy program, and your you know your customer base is two or three counties. That's the limit to your data, right? But when you're tied in with a Farmers Edge, you're going to have national data that is going that you're going to be exposed to from an analytical standpoint. When we grab the data and start figuring out how do how do we want to benchmark it, um, machinery efficiencies, hybrid yield, soil types, you know. Yes, yield from adding nitrogen in season we just came out of that session that was a big topic is is that going to pay off so as we gather this data then the value of benchmarking that back to the grower is something that that you can only provide if you're a if you're a you know a corn belt wide nationwide company the value of that benchmarking is very important so i think we just bring the two words i always use is we come in and hopefully we can enhance and accelerate whatever is happening locally. There's lots of good things happening and perhaps we can come in, breathe breathe the fresh air, bring some extra services and be able to, to take some growers who maybe were lukewarm and bring them on
0: board. Thank you, Tim, for your insight on the current and future opportunities in agronomic offerings. Let's jump back into the program now and hear from Craig Benedict, Ag Technology Solutions Manager with Reynolds Farm Equipment, a seven-store dealership group based in Indiana. He shares his definition for an agronomic business plan and the importance of finding the right cultural fit for an in-house agronomist at a dealership.
2: Well, I've worked there about 14 years and started my term there as an ag tech on the road, combines, planters, tractors, and gained some experience there and uh, started to realize how integrated the technology was becoming on equipment and decided that that was kind of an area I wanted to pursue. So about four, almost five years ago, um, changed to the integrated solutions manager role. And shortly after that. We started as we started looking at pieces of equipment and how do we, how do we um, take that planter that we're selling to the farmer and help them go to the next level with that? How do we know that it's doing the job that we are selling it to do? So what, how do we know that the seed to soil contact is good? How do we know that our singulation and spacing is good? What are those benchmarks that we're aiming for? And so we soon saw the need, along with John Deere's suggestion, to seek agronomic expertise. And so as we started looking down that path, we realized that it would be really beneficial to our team to have an agronomist on staff. Uh, we've started out looking for a senior agronomist, someone who could help us jumpstart our program since I was not trained in agronomy. And so we hired a, a Mark, Mark Truster, our agronomist, first agronomist, and then as we have grown that program, we've really seen it be successful in helping optimize the machines and then even added a second agronomist and currently looking to continue to grow that. So it, it's it's on its fourth year.
1: Okay.
2: So we're four years into it. Um, it did take two years into it before we started to become profitable. So as uh, someone else has mentioned here at the conference, it takes a little bit of time to get that ramped up. But we were making money the whole time, we just necessarily weren't covering our costs the whole time. So once we started to figure out what packages, what solutions our customers are looking for along with what can benefit our dealership the most from that role, then we were able to better define that and make a better business plan for the agronomy. For Reynolds Farm Equipment, I can only speak to us in central Indiana, but there is is no turning back in my mind. Even if we were at this point today to stop charging for all agronomic services, the benefit that having an agronomist on staff brings to our dealership to the level, raising the level of expertise for our salesmen and service techs, and even our parts guys, is the benefits are tremendous. So helping helping us to provide better solutions to our customers.
1: How, how does how is that uh, how is what you're doing compatible with the other service providers in the area? Um, how do you work together with those other third parties?
2: So we one of the first things that I and I believe it's absolutely critical is we have to we had to meet with them. We had to tell the true story about what we were doing we didn't want to just put out we didn't want them to hear third hand that we were offering agronomy services and we are competing against them because that's that's not what we wanted to do we sell them equipment also but so we had meetings with them we sat down with them we explained what we were offering we explained that we are charging for this and we are charging more in most cases than what they are charging so it's not like uh, it's not like we're giving away something to subsidize the equipment that is not how we look at it at all and so it's for the most part it has it has not been an issue at all and we have dealt there has been a couple small issues but we've dealt with them there we're through them and it's it's fine
0: what was your uh, last question look what was your biggest challenge uh, in your mind incorporating agronomy into a traditional iron dealership
2: I guess I'd have to say that maybe there's two. The first one is finding the right person. So you gotta find the right person who's willing to be tough, hang in there, and uh, have the knowledge already. So that's where we felt it was key to hire a senior agronomist or someone who had some experience in the field. And the reason they needed to be tough is because traditionally an equipment dealership, if you don't uh, fit the mold of the iron, Side of the business, then, then you aren't just openly accepted with open arms. So we had to have a guy who's tough to hang in there, prove his value, show his worth to the dealership employees, other than the, just the other agronomy team or IS team. So we needed to prove his value to the parts department, service department, sales department. So that would be the that would be the two main things. I do believe we get caught up in, in. Uh, well, another dealer's doing it, so I must be missing out, or I need to be doing it. And I am not. I do not believe that. I believe that that fits for Reynolds in Central Indiana, but Pennsylvania, California, those geographies are totally different, and it may not fit for those areas. But for us, in our size and uh, the crops that we grow, it was it was a good fit.
0: Thank you, Craig, for sharing your experience and advice for adding in-house agronomy services to bolster a precision business. And I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program. So feel free to drop me an email at jzemlicka at lessetermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2441. I'd like to again recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmers Edge, for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. And if you haven't done so already, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast series, currently available in iTunes or the Google Play Store, to get an alert when future episodes are released. And another reminder to mark your calendar for the upcoming Dealership Mind Summit on August 1st and 2nd in Omaha. The theme of this dealer-only event is Roadmap to Mastering Equipment Remarketing and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit www.dealershipmindsummit.com for more information and updates. And you can also keep up on the latest Precision Farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our free e-newsletter and be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on April 5th for the next episode in our 2017 podcast series. And be sure to look for continuing coverage of our Precision Farming Dealer Summit event throughout the coming year. For Chance Pittman, Craig Benedict... Tim Davis at Farmer's Edge and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer. I'm Jack Zemlicka. Thanks for listening.